Hey there, mama, and welcome back to the Moms Overcoming Overwhelm podcast episode 63. I'm Emily McDermott, and I'm here beside you on this journey as we work together to declutter your home, head, and heart. Well, I don't know if you have looked at the calendar lately, but I was shocked to realize that we are well on our way through October, and Christmas is right around the corner. And for me, I feel like as soon as it turns October 1st, It's like this snowball to the end of the year. I don't know if you feel the same way. And so besides getting my kids' Christmas list together, which I have been attempting to figure out, I also wanted to remind you in this episode that this is a perfect time to work with your kids to declutter because we want to make sure that we have room for all the new things that are going to be coming into our home. And if you've ever gone away for the holidays and then you come back with this carload of stuff and you think to yourself, oh my gosh, not only do I have to unpack, but where am I going to put all these things? So that's what we're trying to avoid. And that's why today I'm going to be sharing three creative ways to encourage your kids to declutter. This is going to be like most of our shorter episodes, very tactical and practical. So make sure you grab that notebook and pen and let's dive into today's episode. Hey there, mama. Are you tired of all the stuff crowding your home calendar and mind? Do you wish you could say goodbye to the endless to-do list running around in your head? Want to declutter but don't know where to start? You're in the right place. Welcome to Mom's Overcoming Overwhelm, where you will find proven and practical solutions to declutter your home, head, and heart. Hi, I'm Emily, a wife, boy mom, and simplicity seeker. I struggled to get pregnant and felt overwhelmed until I discovered decluttering could create the physical and emotional space I needed to become a mom. Now two kids later, I've transformed my life and motherhood by developing simple systems around decluttering, capsule wardrobes, kid stuff, cleaning and tidying, meal planning, time management, and more, and I can't wait to share them with you. If you're ready to reclaim the time and energy you crave, be present with your kids, and finally enjoy the life and motherhood you so deserve, let's kick overwhelm to the curb, shall we? Grab your lukewarm coffee, your notebook and pen, and clear off some counter space. Let's do this. So before we jump into today's episode, I just want to thank everyone who has been leaving written reviews in Apple Podcasts. I can't even tell you how happy it makes me to read them. And also it is just super helpful when it comes to the mysterious podcast algorithm that determines whether or not this podcast is successful. So I just want to thank you for that. And today's featured review comes from Rachel K. Hancock, and she names her review Actionable Tips, which is wonderful because that's what I'm trying to do here. So she writes, I am a mom that continuously suffers from decision overwhelm. This podcast does a fabulous job of getting the point and giving examples of routines and habit building techniques so I can get my days on track. Helpful, great approach, tactical tips, bravo. Well, thank you so much, Rachel. I really appreciate it. That's what I'm trying to do here. Really give those tactical tips that you can put into action right away. And just a reminder that the Facebook group is available for you, for us to do challenges together and for me to support you. And so you can go ahead and head over to tinyurl.com forward slash moms overcoming overwhelm to find out more about that. So I'm very excited to share these three creative ways to encourage your kids to declutter. And we've already spoken a little bit about getting kids on board back in episode 18 
are your kids hoarders, three tips for getting them on board with decluttering. So you can go ahead and listen to that if you haven't already. But I think that these are great because we can really get them involved, especially depending on their age, before we kind of find our way to the holidays here. And if your kids are probably three or four or younger, you most likely do not need to include them in decluttering decisions unless you feel strongly about modeling that and you want them to get involved. But really, in my experience, when they're going to be you know, four and older, it's helpful not only to model it ourselves, but then also to get them involved in that decision-making process. So with that in mind, we are going to jump into tip number one. And tip number one is if there is a toy or experience that your kids really want for Christmas or their birthday, etc., you can help them sell unwanted toys, books, or clothing to fund it. Now, I have done this with my boys. They wanted to get Lego sets, and it was a little too early. It wasn't close to their birthdays or Christmas or anything. And so what we decided to do was look at their unused toys, and I said, you know, is there anything that you guys would be willing to sell? And it's interesting when you're talking to kids and you're asking them, hey, do you like this? Do you play with this? And they might seem pretty attached to it, but then if there's something that they really want more and they understand they can get to that goal, by selling something, they're a lot quicker to say, oh yeah, you can get rid of that. And I did this with some of the Hot Wheels things that we had, specifically this huge ultimate garage that I was able to sell and that uh, freed up a lot of space in my house. Now, normally when I am selling on Facebook Marketplace, I have this $50 threshold for selling. And the reason is I want it to be worth my time. But in this case, it was for a specific goal for my kids. So I was selling things for $5 and $10. And if you want to find out more about selling on Marketplace, I have a whole episode about that. Episode 47, Top Tips for Selling on Facebook Marketplace with Melanie Wegner. And she's been extremely successful with that. So you can listen to that one. Okay, so now that we've encouraged them with saying, hey, is there a toy experience that you want? And then having them sell things. Another idea is tip number two, to find your kid's spoonful of sugar when it comes to decluttering. Now, if you're familiar with the movie Mary Poppins, there is a song, Spoonful of Sugar. And at the beginning, she says, in every job that must be done, there is an element of fun. You find that fun and snap, the job's a game. (laughs) I'm singing it in my head. And so what we want to do is we want to make decluttering fun, not drudgery, right? So here's a couple ways that you can do this. Now we spoke in episode six about the container concept, talk about all the time. And also in episode 34, are toys taking over your home, tackle toy clutter with my five-step plan for busy moms. We talk about it for toys specifically. But what I have been doing with my kids is we play a game when it comes to, for example, their treasures, which I'm using in air quotes, which is all the junky stuff that they get from birthdays and, you know, Happy Meal toys and all of that. And the game we play is called Love Like Maybe No. And so what we do is we take everything out of the shoebox where they have their treasures and they say, okay, we're going to start with the loves. So I hold something up and I say, love like, maybe no. 
and my five-year-old, my seven-year-old will say, mm, that's a love. So we put the loves in right away. If it's a like, we put it in one pile, maybe or no, maybe is another pile. No, we just throw it away right away. Okay. And so then as they're filling up the shoe box, let's say it's 75% filled with the loves. Then we look at the likes and see if there's any room for the maybes. So it's kind of a fun way to help them make those decisions. Another idea is I know at least in preschool, my kiddos, they did these cleanup songs anytime they needed to clean up. Maybe you do that in your house. You play some cleanup songs. At one point I had a cleanup song playlist, (laughs) But what about having some decluttering songs for a decluttering playlist? So you can turn on music or even a kid's podcast. So if you had a decluttering playlist, of course, it has to include Let It Go from Frozen, obviously. And then another one I think is kind of funny is Another One Bites the Dust by Queen. (laughs) Because it's like another one gone and another one gone. Uh, I think that would be kind of a funny thing to have on a playlist. And so for my kids podcast recommendations, you can head over to episode 46, declutter when your kids are home for the summer with these three simple hacks. Okay, tip number three is if you have a kiddo that is really emotionally attached to things, you're finding it hard for them to let go, to find a relative, neighbor, or friend who has kids that are slightly younger than your kiddo and see if the parent would be willing to have you donate things to that child or even do a temporary loan to them if you're planning to have more kids in the future. So I feel like kids, they're more willing to let go of something if they know who it's going to specifically, especially if it's someone that they play with and someone that they really know. It kind of makes them feel sort of good about themselves and that sense of responsibility and that they're helping someone specific. And then as far as doing a temporary loan, if you have kiddos that have grown out of the baby stuff and you know a family friend that's having a baby, they could borrow the baby swing for maybe six months and then give it back to you. So if you end up expanding your family, you can get that back. And another thing that we're going to be doing very soon is that my parents keep some toys at their place for my kids to play with. And my nephew, who's one, comes and visits occasionally. So as my kids are growing out of some of their toys, I'm bringing those to my parents so that my nephew will be able to play with them. So check with your parents or in-laws about that. Finally, if you do not have any friends or relatives where this would make sense in the area, I would like to encourage you to see if there's a toy library in your area. Now a toy library is just like a regular library in the concept, except that it's toys instead of books. And there's actually a US Toy Library Association for those of you in the States. And I'll go ahead and link to that in the show notes so you can find a toy library location near you. Now, usually you pay a nominal membership fee and then you can go and actually take out toys to bring home and then bring back. And so kids might be more willing to let go of toys if they can use that toy library membership and get new things kind of coming in. But the nice thing is that it comes out of your home when the lending period is over. So there are my three creative ways to encourage your kids to declutter. Just to recap, number one, you can help them sell unwanted toys, books, or clothing to fund for an experience that they want or a toy that they want. 
Number two, find their spoonful of sugar to make it fun. Maybe trying that love like maybe no game or picking some songs for your playlist. And number three, finding a relative neighbor or family friend who has a younger kiddo that you can donate things to or trying a toy library in your area. On Thursday, we'll be talking to my friend, Amy Slinker-Smith, about four tips to help jumpstart your decluttering efforts. And I can't wait for you to hear that conversation. Thank you again. I hope this episode blessed you and I can't wait to see you on Thursday. Bye for now. If you like today's podcast, here's what you can do. Just take 30 seconds to leave me a review. I know you're a busy mama. You're overwhelmed, in fact, but 30 seconds of your day makes such an impact. I'll be blessed by your words. They'll definitely make my day. And who knows, you might be entered for this month's giveaway. An Apple podcast, scroll down to write a review. Thanks so much for your time. I'm so grateful for you.